Boom, welcome in team. Thursday, the 23rd of June, flight deck check-ins. Uh, me and Victoria are here. Just delivered a few check-ins to people who are quickly on the line and had to jump off. But uh, hopefully everyone is doing good. Hopefully everyone is feeling good in the summer months uh, due to all the hard work which you have put in over the course of the past six, eight, 10, 12, 16 weeks. Some of you have been with us since like January the 1st, which has been absolutely incredible. And hopefully clothes are feeling nice. You're attending barbecue season, feeling good. And what we just wanted to briefly do before we even get into check-ins this week is uh, just to give you some real kind of pearls of implementable gold for those of you that are going away on summer, potentially a little bit out of routine. Um, you know, you've got holidays planned either, you know, in the UK or abroad. You don't have access to the gym. You want to kind of continue on with the hard work that you've been having when it comes to your physique, with your nutrition, with your habits and all the rest of it. And uh, I think you're going to find the first part of this really, really gold. So uh, go ahead and take some notes. We can talk about this in the group if you want. But me and Vic are just going to literally give you a few tips on how to stay in shape if and when you go on holiday. All right. And I think first things first for me is like, you know, you do have a choice. And, you know, I think you have to get really clear about the type of holiday it is. Okay. So some of you will want to literally carry on with everything that you're doing. You want to still keep like weighing your food, still hit the gym every day, still hit your steps. And you're just basically picking up what you're doing, but you're just in, in the sun. It's not good or bad. It is what it is. Some of you will like the level of results in which you're getting and essentially want to continue them because you can. Okay. That's totally cool. We don't want to shame that. We don't want to encourage that. It's completely your choice, but we want you to know that you've got that choice. The other choice is to completely disregard everything that you've been doing and hit the yellow button, hit the buffet, hit the booze, hit the cocktails because that's your thing and you're going to deal with the consequences when you get home. Again, as much as you might find that funny, that is a choice. And as long as you make that choice and you're cool with those consequences, that's absolutely fine as well. And we're not here to tell you what to do. We're just here to empower you with, you know, either choice. Now, obviously those choices are like extreme ends. What we have felt is the best kind of cause of, of route of action for ourselves for the majority of the time anyway, and also for, um, you know, private coaching clients, side 23 lead and all the rest of it is to make sure that yes, You've got your indulgences, you've got your downtime, you've got your fun, but you don't completely screw the pooch when it comes to the amazing results and the hard work which you put in. So the whole point of this next little, uh, you know, chunky kind of bite-sized bits and bits and bobs is to make sure you can plug and play some of these strategies, all of the strategies uh, into your holiday to not reverse the hard work in which you've now done. Okay, so Vic, why don't you hit him with the first one? We'll just go back and forth. I think it'll be easier. Yeah. So the first one, have a smaller eating window. So the, probably the best way to do that is to skip breakfast because a lot of us on holiday want to enjoy in the evening with a couple of drinks. So yeah, just try and delay your first meal as much as possible. Perhaps you want to do a little bit of fasted cardio or something in the morning to start your day. But yeah, just trying to narrow that eating window down and so that then you've got more calories in the smaller window for say when you want to eat out in the evening. Yeah, 100%. It's literally not rocket science. Let's say you're going somewhere where like, you know, the fucking breakfast buffet is absolutely insane and you, you actually want to eat breakfast. Okay, cool. You might want to skip lunch because you're busy because maybe you're, you know, busy with a partner or kids or what have you. Generally, people don't need like a big sort of heavy lunch on holiday and then bang, we've got dinner. But yes, like Vic's saying, just like skip a meal, you know, condense that the amount of time that you can potentially gain fat with, you know, um, I think that's, that's, that's a great tip. Uh, and again, with that, and while we're talking sort of strategy, if you load up on protein and fiber prior to your meal, you will be annoyed at how quickly you get full and you'd be very surprised. So if the goal is to consume less calories, 
you do not want to be going into a position like a breakfast buffet, like a dinner, or you can eat where like you're, you're physically hungry because you're just going to load up on all the foods in which you want. And that's going to be high calorie, hyper palatable. You're not going to get full very quickly. And you have the ability to slam back thousands of calories within seconds, especially if you've been dieting hard up until this point. And that can lead to a lot of fat gain. Trust me, I know. Um, but if you do something like have an apple and have a scoop of whey or two in like a pint of water, uh, wait half an hour, go have your meal. You will, like I say, be very surprised how, how quickly you get full and therefore don't overeat. So you can still enjoy the occasion, but because you're physically full, you don't actually want like that third plate of spaghetti. Um, so that's quite a good tip. Um, yeah, fit hit with the next one. Next one, pick your indulgences. So for example, you're eating out. Do you really need a starter, a main and dessert? Or if you favor and you absolutely love a dessert, have it. But that doesn't mean you need to have the starter as well, right? We don't need to just have everything for the sake of it because everyone else is having it. So pick what you prefer. And yeah, so pick your indulgences. Um, just have a little think when you're there. If you do want to sit and eat with everyone and you want a starter, you want a main, you want a dessert, maybe you have a really good heavy main maybe you love pasta but then maybe you could look at your starter being light like some soup and your dessert being light like some fruit like it doesn't all have to be super super heavy um yeah yeah completely agree like just being an adult pick your indulgences like you know you might be a boozer you might really like the wine cool go to town on the wine but then maybe easy on the dessert or what have you a lot of these tips which we're giving you now guys like they're nothing revolutionary they're pretty obvious um, but again, some of these really speak to you. Um, and if you can just plug and play some of these, like I say, you can still have fun. You can still enjoy yourself, but you don't have to come back 10 kilos heavier and undo all your hard work. That's, that's completely unnecessary. Okay. Um, so yeah, Vic, that was, an, that was an awesome tip. Um, if you are boozing, drink choices are going to be key. So again, if you're doing like beers or like relentless uh, mojitos and like sugary cocktails and stuff like that, then, uh, you know, those calories do add up quite quickly, but you want to be thinking sort of like clearer spirits instead, um, you know, martinis and whiskeys and I don't know, whatever, whatever it is you drink, but it's because essentially they have less calories compared to, you know, the, the really sort of like sugary versions, which can rack up fast. I think a lot of people don't realize that like the coffees and the cocktails and they all add up. So, you know, just be really cognizant of even if you're having a, a G&T, can we have a slim line? If we're having like vodka lemonade, can it be a vodka diet lemonade? Those decisions will literally add up in hundreds of calories gained or saved over the course of the week or two you're away. Yeah, so just be cognizant about drink choices. Cool. The last one I've got here is just be more active. And do you know what? I've actually worked with a few people that have come back from holiday having lost weight because yeah. they've been way more active yep. naturally they're not working they've been walking a lot walking a lot 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 more so it is possible so be more active maybe do a morning walk evening walk swimming water sports snorkeling you there's so many things and excursions that you can do that require movement um so for me i know when i go i, I know it's nice to like chill by the pool but i'll always have a couple of hours where i know i'm on the move and on the go as well just because it makes you feel good less sluggish in that yeah definitely definitely if you're exploring a city and stuff like that like it's oftentimes when we've got to hit steps like in london Vic, i don't know about you but it's like you're looking at your watch it's like i've got to hit my steps and it's just a bit of a, like you're just walking around the block right whereas like if yeah, you're in a city like you're like exploring and you don't you look at your watch you're like twenty thousand, you don't even notice do you so you do you just fit them in so much easier so just much easier. maybe we should move to new york or rome or something just to just yeah, get our step exactly. count <laughs> 
Cool. And then just to kind of wrap this, this little kind of, um, you know, little series up, have a little kind of reframe, right? If you do manage to put on weight, okay, when you come back, rather than see it as essentially like a bad thing or got to dive back down into harsh dieting, you know, yes, you could do that. Or you could reframe it as like, right, my training was probably not 110% prior to me going away because I was in that deficit because I'd been dieting a few weeks, but now like my glycogen, my energy inside the muscles is full. Use it for like really hard workouts and push yourself, you know, obviously after you've acclimatized to getting back in the gym. And I think just that reframe of like pushing yourself hard in the gym and actually using those calories for good use um, is quite a powerful one. And also like set yourself a range, right? So a lot of people like their bottom end, low weigh in, say before they go on holiday, I do everything in pounds. So let's say it was like 180 pounds. And they come back from holiday and they're 182 pounds. They're like, oh, I fucked up. I gained two pounds. It's like, no, it doesn't work like that. Give yourself like a bigger range because you are going to be eating more foods. You are going to be eating different foods. You are going to be eating saltier foods and all the rest of it. So you, what you want to try and get in your mind is that after like a week's worth of you getting back on track when you get home, most, if not all of that weight should have gone. If a substantial amount is still there after a week of like crossing your, you know, your T's and dotting your I's, you, you probably did gain a substantial amount of fat and then you might want to learn for next holiday. But again, fat gaining in general is only a problem if you don't know how to take it off, which hopefully you guys and gals do for the most part. So hopefully that was helpful. Anything else you're in Vic for the holiday stuff? No, I don't think so. There's loads of tips there. I think we smashed it to be honest. Just like, you don't have to do them all. Just pick one or two and it will, it will save you, you know, pounds of body fat not gained, which is going to be incredible. Wicked. All right, shall we just crack then on with the... Oh, I think my screen's frozen here. You okay? You back in the room? Yes. Wicked. Let's I crack on with the check-ins. You... Yeah, you go first. Yeah, cool. So, Andy, great work for checking in this week. It's awesome for us to kind of know where your head's at and everything. And you've put that you're back on track. You've been doing your workouts and your nutrition and everything, which is good. All I want to know from you is regarding training, that last training plan that we set, um, where you've got one in the in the work gym, two at home, does that still work okay for you? If not, let me know because I'm going to change it. I'm just currently redoing a lot of people's programs and usually I extend them if I see that they've not been done, right? Because there's no point me keep changing workouts because you're never going to get stronger. We're always going to go back to square one, right? So if it is the fact that you're getting back to this training program now, cool. I'll keep it running for a little bit longer. If you're like, look, this isn't really working for me, let me know. I've just, I popped you a message the other day. So just respond to that. And then we can get you a training program that's, you know, in line with your lifestyle right now and where you are, etc. And then also let's get back into that routine of doing your measurements and your pictures each fortnight, right? Let's hit that go and let's start ticking all those boxes again with the accountability stuff um because yeah then we can see where you're at and then we'll just focus on moving forward okay yeah. yes also brother check your emails because we want to talk to you about something pretty exciting to so check your emails please but yeah great feedback Vic just get back on track Andy good to obviously check in all the rest of it but just uh, tick those boxes mate and make sure that we're kept in the loop in regards to progress pictures measurements let Vic know about the training side of things and we're good to go wicked okay cool I'm gonna go with my man James who is about to be on a stag do dude you uh you absolutely killed the leg press this week and uh yeah you called it man your 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 weight is starting to stall so just like we predicted um you know a lot of people talk about metabolic adaptation negatively so like when you 
when you're in a fat loss phase and you're dieting and you're on X amount of calories, say it's like 1800, at some point that 1800 isn't going to be a deficit and you are going to need to reopen it up for most people for the most part, okay? It works the other way as well. So just because we've increased food, your metabolism right now is humming, okay? And it's caught up to the amount of food which we've given you, but you're now not gaining weight. So the intake you're on right now is your maintenance. Now that's all well and good and it can feel comfortable, but if the goal is to gain size, which it is, like we have to be providing more fuel, okay? Your weight has to be trickling up. So without further ado, mate, we recommend 25 extra grams on top of what you're eating now of carbohydrate each and every day. Don't mess about with training days, non-training days, anything like that. Just keep it very simple. 25 grams extra carbohydrate. Um, again, if you want to be super like OCD with it, you can fit it around your workout for potentially better nutrient partitioning, but essentially it doesn't matter too much. We just need those carbs in there. 25 extra that could come from anything you want. Uh, you know, oats, bagels, pasta, bread, potatoes, cereal, like does not matter. It all turns to glucose in the end. Um, so yeah, happy eating my friend and great to see you still looking really tight and looking great, great as well as getting stronger, you know? So let's just sort that injury out with the physio, which obviously we talked a little bit about in the week and dude, I think you're going to, you know, get to, to bigger and better levels, which is scary, but, but good to see. So uh, yeah, great job, man. Yeah. And you won't have any more single leg, leg press. It'll be back to double next week. So you'll look forward to that. Yeah. All those extra gains. Um, cool. So next I've got Rafi. Obviously that you've just put that you've not been accountable all kind of due to mental and emotional stress, etc. I want you to know that you can, you can change this, right? So if we just think in our heads that it's the emotional and the mental stress that's taking over, I can't do any of this stuff. You feel like you have no control whatsoever and you won't, but I want you to know that you do have full control in this situation and you have to behave your way to a feeling. So right now, if you're feeling really emotional, down, stressed, you just want to relax. You just want to relax. That can all be changed, right? If we, I know it's going to be hard. But if you force yourself to go out for a walk, to do your training sessions, to eat well, to hit the protein, to hit your water, you're going to feel better. You're going to feel more energized than you will sitting down, trying to relax, feeling stressed all in your head. I'm telling you now that exercise is one of the best things for mental health. Um, but it is hard to start, right? You just got to force yourself. But we've got a call together on Wednesday um, and we can kind of tap into that and dive a little bit deeper. And we've also got a few ideas as to how we can help you with that accountability side as well. So we'll run through all of that with you on Wednesday. Boom. That was absolutely spot on. Gold feedback, I thought there, Rafi. And obviously Vic's been sort of keeping a close eye on your journey. Um, I don't want to add anything to that because I thought that was absolutely fantastic. But even Vic, I think you were saying a couple of weeks ago when you're really feeling like F this training, don't want to do it. This is long. You're like, right, I'm just going to go there. I'm going to do a set or I'm just going to be in there for five minutes. I just think I'm complete five minutes. You never just do the five minutes. You never do the one set because you're in, you're warm. You've got a pump on, you're feeling good. But if you just say to yourself, rather than looking at this like training plan, you're like, gosh, I've got to do this long thing. Just be like, right, I'm just going to just going to get in there and see what happens because inevitably you'll, you know, you'll crack on. And I don't know about you, but for me, if I train, my food is on point just naturally. If I don't train, that's when potentially things are going to go a little bit wrong. If that's a mental thing, if that's a physical thing. I'm not too sure. Um, but yeah, listen, that, that advice was bang on. So if you need to re-listen to that, I, I would, I'll take notes because that was absolutely bang on. Really, really cool. Wicked. And then I'll go with your buddy, Kaylee. 
Kaylee is getting compliments left, right, and center. Had the best week in the world. Uh, you said you were finding it even overwhelming the amount of compliments you were getting. We obviously pulled up your happy scale and it's like a steep flipping drop down. Man, if it ain't broke, don't fix it. So, so good. And uh, I noticed as well, you said that this was the first week whereby you pretty much ticked off everything. You did your three workouts. You got your steps as close as possible. You, you know, you got your food in and all the rest of it. And it's like, well, look how good this can actually work and you can make it happen once you just basically tighten that screw, cross those T's, dot those I's, and then, you know, you get the results of the back of it, which is incredible. And you're only gonna, you know, we always talk about like bad weeks or what could you have done better or like, where did you slip up? But oftentimes we'll skim past the good weeks because you've probably done a good handful of things here that you're not even remembering or you've forgotten about. So just take two minutes, Kaylee, to sit down and be like, right, what did I do differently this week? Why did it go so well? Because there will be some things, you know, success leaves clues. Were you super planful? Did you say no to certain things? Um, you know, what, what specifically did you do? Were you more active? It might, might be anything, might be a mindset shift. But if you jot that down so you can repeat it, man, we're, we're onto such a winner. So great job. Incredible. Awesome. That's all, I've, that's all everyone that I've got here. Wicked. You've done, Laura. Blah, blah, blah. I've got Wicked. I've just got Darren and Lee. Wicked. Darren, my man. Hopefully you're good, mate. Uh, dude, sorry to hear that you've been feeling a little bit ill. Obviously, you said that weight went down, but now you're kind of right back up to things. And, you know, prior to this, the, the rate of gain was absolutely fine. But I don't want to add in food prematurely. Just stick back to the original plan. Let's see what your weight does. If it then plateaus, then cool. Obviously, we'll add in carbohydrates, like we've done with James or what have you. Um, but for the most part, we just want you focusing on like performance and progressive overload which you i think you have been doing because you know when you provided progress pictures to us absolutely incredible by the way continue to do so but again i think i've said this to you before man but it's just that like mental shift of rather than being like how am i looking like acutely in a gaining phase you will look worse with your top off and i know it's a big big head fuck because you're like well why would i go for a phase where i'm going to be looking worse it's because you're going to look even better in the long run and as soon as we pull that body fat off and we can do so so fast compared to muscle gain, okay? I want you to remember that. So muscle gain is a slow and steady process. It's a slow burner. If you commit to the process like you have been doing, focusing on performance, you know, we can just pull that, any extra body fat off in a matter of weeks and you're going to absolutely love what's underneath. So dude, really like that you said that, um, you know, my weight went down. So like I made a conscious effort to bring it up because a lot of people get attached to like their lowest weight in a cut which is obviously not good for the reasons of, of, you know, what we're doing in this performance phase. So dude, really happy with everything, happy with the mindset and all the rest of it. If it ain't broke, don't fix it. Get back on plan. Let's see what your weight does. Let's see what your strength does. And as soon as we need another little bump in food, we will, we will take it, you know, but crack on. So, so good. Cool. And then the last one is my man, Lee. Dude, uh, absolutely phenomenal stuff in terms of like that energy management. You said that you had a couple of crazy weeks in terms of like social stuff, in terms of family stuff where your weight was static, but you've still been, you know, you've still been active. You've still been kind of on the move, which is phenomenal. And again, I think if you frame in your mind that you don't have to be in a calorie deficit every day, you don't have to be in a calorie deficit every single day. And yes, on your boring days, if there's nothing going on, we want you to basically nail it. Don't, don't mess up because there's no reason to. What that's going to do is allow you a buffer for the times when you've got social so that at the course of the end of the week, at worst, you've maintained weight and at best, you've just lost a little bit of weight. Do you know what I mean? But at times when you're like super social, super busy, um, as you are doing, don't expect yourself to necessarily be in that deficit, even on the crazy days. You know what I mean? Um, so that's absolutely phenomenal. Obviously, you've given yourself like a, a three out of five in terms of you know food adherence. 
you know if you wanted to tighten things back up, you know exactly what to do. Oftentimes it just means, you know, saying no to certain people, places and things, which you might not want to do right now, which is totally cool. So I think your expectations with what's going on are very much in line with your sort of like rate of loss right now. So we've got room to tighten the screw. Now might not be the time, but when it is, boom, let's absolutely hit it. But I think even if you don't realize you're doing it, that energy management of knowing which days to push and which days to pull back and sit at maintenance, that's, that's gold. Because at some point you'll, you'll be done with fat loss and we'll either need to maintain or we need to go into a performance phase. So uh, yeah, I think that's incredible, man. So, so good. Awesome. Awesome. I think that was it, right? Yeah. Incredible. Okay. Team, we'll wrap up as normal. Um, put it to the podcast, put it in a group, all that good stuff. If you've received an email from us, respond to it. <laughs> and uh, <laughs> have a great evening. Bye-bye. Bye.